The following is general advice only and should not be construed as accounting, legal, or any other professional advice. The details of your situation are fact-dependent and you are advised to seek the help of a competent professional. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another action-packed edition of CP Review, the official podcast of another71.com. As always, I am your humble host, Jeff Elliott, a licensed CPA in the state of Kansas, assuming I get my CPE in done, done by June 30th. Welcome back to the podcast. We haven't done a podcast in a couple months. And as you can see, if you're watching this on video, you can see that I have since switched offices. Gone are the days of poisonous spiders poisonous spider infestations if you follow another 71 on facebook and i can't think of any earthly reason why you would not you might remember the uh glue board that i posted of i I leased an office space that was infested with poisonous spiders (laughs) i counted uh one day i was bored i counted over 200 uh, on glue traps and so it was time to get out of dodge so anyway we have we have moved on to um, to shinier spaces, as you can see. So, uh, because the other place was a basement, <laughs> a basement office, and and uh, it was a little doom and gloom. So, anyway, the past couple of podcasts, I fired up the Ninja Hotline. Today, I'm going to answer emails. If you want to be, if you want to have your question answered in a future podcast, go to another71.com. Click in the upper right-hand corner, click Ask Jeff, and it will be answered, hopefully, in a future podcast in one way, in one shape, form, or another. <laughs> I'm a little bit off my game. Uh, hopefully, my my metaphors and cliches don't um, mutate and not make sense. So anyway, all right, moving on. Rod writes in, I studied for FAR for over five months. Went through my video course three times, as well as the Wiley Test Bank, and passed with a 77. Now that I'm studying for auditing, I don't know, I don't want to go through the same process. What lessons should I learn from my first studying experience? So you studied for far for five months. That's way too long. You should only study. I've seen I've seen um, review providers give a timeline for far of like three months. And I'm like, what are you thinking? And then I realize, oh wait, these these review providers, while they're content experts, they they do not know how to study for today's CPA exam. And so three months—that's crazy. Um, no more. You should never study for an exam more than two months. And the reason is because uh, when you when you start chapter one and week one, by the time you get to the end of month two, like uh, unless you have well, there's a great possibility that you will forget. And so you drag that on even longer into three months. You just start forgetting what you've, what you've learned. And uh, if, if you can't study for an exam in shorter than two months, then something's wrong. So never, take, never study for an exam longer than two months. And so um, that, that was your first problem over five months. And you don't want to repeat that, and I don't blame you. You went through through your video course three times. That's 
that's way too long, way, way too many times. You should um, go through your re review course no more than once. Take notes. So if you follow the Ninja method, you nail the video. So you, you go through all of your videos and go through all of them and take notes while you do it. And so you, you nail your videos, you do um, intense notes while you watch the videos. That way you don't have to go back and rewatch the chapters. And then you do um, nonstop multiple choice questions. So you have your videos done, you have a nice set of notes, and then you go through the multiple choice questions. And as you go through the multiple choice questions, which are an integral part of the learning process, then you, you take notes over the multiple choice questions. So whatever little fact nugget they are trying to teach or as you're going through the answer explanations, there's some fact nuggets in there as well. So why the why one possibility is correct and why the others are incorrect, like why are they incorrect? Well, there's some some little there's some truthiness in there. Write that down. And and then so you have this killer set of notes. You go through and rewrite your notes. And um, some people don't agree with that, and that's fine. It's a free country. And this is just what I think. And then, and then, so you have the killer set of notes, you've rewritten the notes, and in your final two weeks before your exam, you go through, you think, okay, so you, you're taking auditing. What, what am I weak on? Well, I'm really weak on internal control. Well, guess what? Breaking news. Internal control is a very important part of auditing because everything revolves around internal control. It affects everything. And so you, you start with your weakest topic and your multiple choice questions, and your so whatever software you use, and you work backwards. So your weakest internal control. So you do um, sets of 20 multiple choice mini testlets over internal control until you're scoring in about 70 to 80% range. And do it in study mode. Never do it in exam mode. And... Um, once you score 70, 70 to 80%, you move on to your next weakest topic, and you, that's how you review. And uh, so instead of studying for five months, study for auditing for six to seven to eight weeks max. Alejandra writes, I've taken auditing three times. My scores were 70, 69, and 70. <clears throat> what can I do to better prepare for my Retake. Well, Alejandra, I would go to another71.com and down, you can see the, the free study planner. Download the free study planner. It has the, the Ninja framework all laid out. And I would, and I would, I would follow the, the, the Ninja framework. I would also download the CPA exam survival guide, which I will link to below this video. And the reason why you should do that is because it, it lays out how to study for the exam. And, and how to successfully study for the exam and pass. And so what I would do is I would compare what, you're, what you've been doing these last three times for auditing and compare to what um, the Ninja Framework says in the study planner, and it's also in the, in the survival guide. And so compare what you're currently doing with what's in the survival guide and tweak as necessary, and both of those are free. Barbara writes, about five years ago, I started studying, I started registering for the CPA exam and never completed my registration. 
a whole lot of excuses later. I'm ready to, I'm ready to embark on this journey. Where do I begin? Well, Barbara, um, I would I would download the CPA exam survival guide and it's it walks you through my journey, how to pick a CPA review course, how to how to study, how to deal with failure. Hopefully you'll never encounter failure, how to deal with um, passing because there are mistakes to be made after you pass. And I've I made uh, a big no no. So you can go to another71.com and click on CPA exam survival guide and I will link to it below this video as well. And so how do you get started? I would read that and then uh, that's kind of a crash course on what the CPA exam is all about, what to expect. And then as always, there's the another71.com forum. A lot of a lot of veterans on there who have um, been in your shoes and have come out successfully on the other side. Ashley says, do you know if the pass rates for the exams are skewed so low because of one, people don't study, and two, people who graduated 30 plus years ago? If you had to guess what percentage of people who have recently graduated with accounting degrees and are actively studying for the exam actually pass? Well, the lowest pass rates for the year are typically in the first quarter, and um, that usually has to do with busy season. And so Q2 and Q3 have the highest pass, pass rates of the year usually. And I think, I think graduates fresh out of college have something to do with that because while your undergraduate degree does not does not prepare you for the CPA exam. I don't care what any what any undergrad marketing material says, and I don't think a master's in tax, a master's in accounting prepares you for the CPA exam because they're just two different beasts. And and so while those programs don't prepare you for the CPA exam per se, there so someone just finished a master's course in auditing. Well, they have a great foundation to jump in and take auditing. They still need a review course. But they kind of have that, that momentum going because they're used to studying. They're not going to study. Maybe they, they don't study their, their big four job. They don't start the big four job until like September or October or something like that. So they have the whole summer to study. So they just jump in and study and pass. Uh, so it's, it's skewed. Well, it's low. It's, it's not skewed low. It, it's just it, it is what it is. It's between 45 and 50%-ish per section, sure, people don't pass, or people don't study and they don't pass. That's obvious. People do study a lot and they still don't pass. Oftentimes it's because they don't study correctly. They study for five months um, for an exam section or three months and that's, you shouldn't do that. Um, people who graduated 30 plus years ago, um, while they are at a disadvantage, you can anyone can pick up a CPA review course and start studying. And so if I had to nail it down why people don't pass, it's because people don't pick a review course that matches their learning style. And it's easy to blame the review course, but really it's your fault. Um, because what the review course does, at the end of the day, they all teach debit, <coughs> debits and credits. And a lot of them have the same a lot of them get their multiple choice questions from the same source, which is the AICPA. And so the difference is branding and marketing and 
price points and advertising and hype um, and cost. But if you pick the wrong review course, what's going to happen is you are not going to, if you pick the wrong review course for you, you are not going to want to study. And so if you, if some instructor has some quirks that drive you nuts, well, um, it's easy. It, it's easy to blame your lack of preparation on the course when actually you just didn't want to get up at 5 a.m. and stare at that. So people don't pass because they don't, they don't study correctly and they're not motivated to study. The other things, they can all be overcome. You passed or you, you graduated 30 plus years ago, work harder. Um, you didn't study, study. It's pretty, pretty straightforward. Carolina asks, is it possible to study day and night and pass all four sections in six weeks? Is it possible? Yes, because I've seen people at least post on the another71.com forum that they've done it. Um, of course, it hasn't, <laughs> it hasn't been independently verified. But uh, <clears throat> is it recommended? Absolutely not. In six, six weeks sounds like a good amount of time to take one section. Mike writes in, I hate my job as an auditor and have a new job offer. I don't want to leave my company hanging during busy season. Should I tell the new company I'm available in April? Well, Mike, if they, if they have been depending on you during busy season, then you have a decision to make. But if they aren't meeting you halfway and, and you don't feel like they are treating you fairly, then it's fair to give them two weeks notice. I mean, two weeks notice and move on. Um, will they survive without you? Yes. A lot of people leave companies and think that they are more valuable than what they really are. Like, oh, they can never replace me. Yeah, they can. <laughs> yes, they can. And uh, the company will still be in business two years from now when, when you've moved on down the road. Um, if you wait until April for this new position while the new company appreciates your loyalty and and all that good stuff, um, they will find someone else because they want to hire you because they have a spot to fill and they and if you're not available, they will find someone else. So um, while it's great to not leave your current company hanging, give them two weeks and give them two full weeks. Don't you know don't uh, have senioritis, so to speak. And uh, <clears throat> coast for two weeks. Give them two weeks and move on. And um, if, because because if it's not a company that you don't want to be with, and if, if this is a better opportunity, and if you can come up with a way to be fair to your current employer and don't burn bridges, then I would try to do that. At the end of the day, if you leave during busy season, they're not going to like you. <laughs> so, but you know, most employers and most coworkers. They're not our friends anyway. Like we don't hang out with them in most cases outside of work. I can count on one hand the number of people throughout my career um, that I actually still talk to because you know you go to work, your friends at work, but you know you have your life outside of work and um, people go their separate ways. So I wouldn't, I would not stress about it. Muhammad writes in. 
I am enrolled with the New Hampshire Board of Accountancy, and I would like to know, <clears throat> and I would like to know if there's a restriction from the board that if you fail ten times, you will not be eligible for a license. Uh, Muhammad, I have not heard that, but as always, check with the State Board of Accountancy, call them, and ask for the director. It's always best to get that info straight from the people who <clears throat> make those decisions. Eric writes in, what's the best way to pass quickly and efficiently on the CPA exam? I'm between jobs and I want to take advantage of my time off. Eric, you can go to another71.com, download the CPA exam study planner and the survival guide. They're both free. But the number one piece of, of advice I would give anyone who is studying full-time is when you wake up each day, you have to be on a schedule. You have to treat it like it's a job. So you physically get dressed and leave the house for eight hours and go to a coffee shop or library or some quiet place and study. If you study in the same environment that you sit around and watch Netflix and play Xbox or whatever, you're not going to study. You have to, it has to be a mental shift. You must leave the house. So if you want to quickly knock the exams out, treat it like a full-time job, treat it like you're working 50 hours a week. So treat it like you have to go in on a Saturday too. And that mental shift is very important. <clears throat> Final question, Alisa, Alicia says, how large are the Ninja audio files? I'm guessing they are MP3 files, but I'd like to know if they can fit on my old MP3 player, which is a four gigabyte player. Also, how do the updates work on the notes and the audio? Do you... Do you have to provide copies of your failing scores to receive the updates? I'm just wondering um, if my exam got pushed back from 2014 into 2015. Can you help out? Uh, the Ninja Audios, they are MP3 files. All four sections will fit on a 4-gig MP3 player. The updates and notes for the audios are free. Most review courses say that if you... If you buy their stuff, then you have to pay for updates. I don't do that. And I also do not make you jump through hoops and say that you um, improve that you're still taking the exam or whatever. And um, so just email me, hey, I need an update, Jeff, and I send it to you. And, and yeah, free updates until you pass. So 2014, 2015 is not an issue. So, yep, they will fit on any on any MP3 player and assuming that you – have the requisite space. Yeah, the, the the files are under four gigs. So, all right. And if you want a free sample of the Ninja Audio, go to another71.com and you'll see the free uh, study planner. That free study planner comes with four chapters of audios and notes and flashcards and all sorts of goodies. You can click the link below this video and you'll get that. Okay, everyone. Well, I hope uh, <laughs> I kind of eased back into the podcast and, uh, Hope all my systems are working properly today. And I hope this has been beneficial to you. As always, go to another71.com, click in the upper right-hand corner, click Ask Jeff, and your question will appear in a future edition of the podcast. Until the next time, take care, everyone. Be good, and I will talk to you soon. I'm not impressed by your performance. See that? He's being funny. <laughs>